Potential with Dr. Simone for today, Tuesday, May 31st. The final day of May is already here, and with the Memorial Day weekend being yesterday, last uh, the weekend just gone by, we are now officially into summer 2022. So, welcome, welcome to summer 2022. The cold weather is now behind us and I hope that you're looking forward to having a great summer break um, this summer if you have the ability to take a break from work, take a break from school, maybe spend some quality time with your family. So again, welcome to Untapped Potential for today, May uh, 31st, 2022. I am your host, Simone Matthew, and it's great to be with you for another episode of Untapped Potential, where we get together every week to get powered up for the week ahead, to get energized. We listen to a great interview we listen to some great music, we have a tip of the week, and we just get ready for the week ahead. And we also remind ourselves of the important life goals that we ought to be working on. So today we have a great program for you. Um, Today we have uh, two authors who recently completed a very important book, um, uh, Mom, Where Are You? And we will have that in interview for you. So again, the name of that book is Where Are You, Mom? And we will bring you that interview. Of course, as you know, our interviews are recorded via Facebook Live so we can engage an audience, so we can have the feedback, the immediate feedback from our audience. So thank you. Thank you for being here for another episode of Untapped Potential with Dr. Simone. I look forward each week to be with you, to be in your company as we get energized for the week ahead. And you know, I've been having such a great time with the program. I completely forgot that last week was our second year anniversary. Yes, so last Thursday, May 26th, was the second anniversary of Untapped Potential right here on TDN Radio. So I want to thank you for being on this journey with me. And you know, I think it is so important that the program continues to evolve because I am the type of person who believes in growth, who believes in evolution, who believes that things should never remain stagnant, that we are meant to grow and we're meant to evolve. It's probably one of the reasons why I'm so interested in goals because goals give our lives direction. So again, we celebrated our second year anniversary on Thursday, May 26th, and I want to thank you for being a part of this journey. Of course, if this is your first time joining the program, we have all the past podcasts available on pushpast10.com, so P-U-S-H-P-A-S-T-1-0.com if you would like to follow all the previous podcasts. So we went from um, celebrating and recognizing our inspirational people. Then we went into uh, promoting our products, promoting our books, uh, promoting our celebrations. We've had expos, we've had nutrition as uh, symposiums. We've had the launch of various organizations. So it's just become this international platform where we're able to connect Dominicans at home and abroad and also to connect friends of Dominica because more and more I'm starting to see that quite a few non-Dominicans are following us 
on uh, YouTube as well as Facebook. So we are truly grateful for the success of the program to date. So again, we have our interview for you. Um, don't forget it was recorded via Facebook Live, so I'm always happy to bring those interviews to you right here on the program. So again, you will listen to an interview on the book, newly launched book, uh, Where Are You Mom? And then don't forget to stay tuned for the tip of the week, as well as our featured video over on Push Pastin right after the interview. And Thursday, we also celebrated Calypso Day in Dominica. So Calypso Day is a special day set aside for uh, us to enjoy Calypso because it always feels like once Carnival is over, Calypso seems to go away. So the Calypso Association has been trying to ensure that Calypso continues throughout the year. So one of their initiatives has been Calypso Day, which is observed on the 26th of May each year. The first one was last year. And this year it is observed again. So I have an interview on Push Past Then. If you're interested, it was with uh, King Daryl Bob out of the Calypso Association. So we had that featured for last week. And it's still available if you go on Push Past 10 on Facebook and YouTube. So as we continue to recognize the important role of Calypso in our world and the enjoyment that Calypso brings to us, let's enjoy this number from King Dice, our song entitled Water. And then stay tuned for right after the song, we will go into the pre-recorded interview of Where Are You Mom? And then stay tuned for the rest of the yeah, man! One to them! Dominica, 
can sell enough water to the region and the world over and give Dominicans a briefer, even raise the salaries of the workers and, and the managers. managers. Hey, water, water, water. Has your income been impacted by COVID-19? Are you on track with securing your family's financial future? Let Badui Financial Services be your guide in this ever-changing world. From budgeting and finally eliminating your debt to protecting your income and leaving a financial legacy for your family. Badui Financial Services is your one-stop shop for securing your financial future. Give them a call today at 864-607-1361. That number again, 864-607-1361. Badui Financial Services, Integrity and Service is our commitment to you. Give them a call. Post a message. Let us know that you are here. Simone here. Happy Thursday to you. I hope that you had a productive week and that you have some great plans for the weekend. Speaking of plans, you know, summer is right around the corner. So as you come in, you share the life. Tell us, what are you reading this summer? I hope that you're going to enjoy some downtime this summer because as many of us who have school children, children of school age know, we all look forward to the summertime to get a break from the running around, taking them and various activities to enjoy a great book. So, so far, we've brought you uh, two very good books, uh, Dominica Then and Now, and then yesterday, uh, May 18th, 
we had If You Touch, I'll Tell. So two great books so far. So we're back at it. Today we have another great book for you. We have Mom Touched by Evil with Miss Anne-Marie Cotemash. Uh, I think she will explain her last name to us a little better. And Sharon Dorable. And they're both joining us from Canada. So come on in, share the live. Let everyone know that we are here as we get ready for summer 2022. So let's go ahead and bring in our guests as they introduce themselves. And Anne-Marie, I'm going to apologize off the bat for butchering your last name. So kind of introduce yourself and let us know who you are. Sure. First of all, I want to say thank you very much for the invitation. And uh, my name is Anne-Marie Cordemage. It is French. Yes, thank you. Nice to have you here. Sharon, uh, introduce yourself. Thank you so much, uh, Simone. I'm Sharon Dorival from Colio, in front of the village of Domin- um, in Dominica. Um, yes. I enjoy reading and writing. I'm very avid writer and re- prolific writer and reader. I am here right. with my so today because we collaborate on this wonderful project. Yes, yes. So you guys um, have been collaborating on this project for a while. But even before we start talking about the project, let us just talk about your journey to becoming um, writers. And we have already two uh, artistic people with us. We have Anne, uh, Annette Phillip. He's watch- she's watching from NYC, New York City. And we have Arnold Tulo, who was adamant that we need to bring Sharon onto the program. So Arnold, thank you again for the recommendations. And in fact, we bought two authors this time around. So kind of just tell us about your journeys to becoming writers. So Anne-Marie, we'll start with you. Uh, this is a long time dream of mine, but it took me a long time to have a realized have realization. Mm-hmm. But because uh, I had to deal with my childhood before getting out to the public, mm-hmm. so my sister was my uh, my main inspiration through my life. We were each other's rock because my sister also had been abused. And uh, I have a chapter for her in the book. So, so, is, yeah, this, I, so is, this your, is this your first piece of um, written work? It is my first okay, book. Okay, your first book. Okay, well, congratulations. Thank you, yes. Congratulations. Actually, yeah, actually, I have another one had started another one and it's for kids but i wanted to get this one out into the world before getting a new one out excellent excellent and sharon we know you in dominica as a prolific you know author you're somebody who's very passionate about uh, the, the the literary world so kind of just tell us about your journey into becoming a writer sharon I started since in grade four. My teacher, teacher Jane George, she had introduced us to poetry and she had written a very beautiful um, poem about our river in Kualiho. And that set me with the way she wrote it, really inspired me. And I have started writing ever since. I haven't stopped. I have published quite a bit of work. And sometimes I just write, I share different groups on Facebook um, for free. I get certificates. I now I'm helping people, including Anne Marie here, to collaborate. Not an easy job, not an easy task for anyone to do, but it's really um, pleasing. And to see that how much people I can help, how many people I can help, it's really lovely. And to bring out Anne Marie today, it's it's just a treasure. This was a wonderful journey with Anne Marie. She has a good heart, great sense of humor, and the people I've met. Through my journey, they also inspire me. I have encouraged them, I've helped them, motivate them. And this is where I'm at right now with you, Simone. Yes, thank you for that. So kind of just tell us, Anne-Marie, how did you connect with Sharon? Oh, I think your internet might be acting up again. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think your internet might be acting up again. You may want to um, log out and log back in so we can give it another try, okay? Yeah, so, so Sharon, just tell us some of your previous works, some of the previous works that you've done in the past. So some of the work I have done in the past include Tricks on the Mind, which was a number one Amazon bestseller in 2019, and it is a Christian sci-fi it's based on uh, old lady, based on my journey of Alzheimer's because I work in the healthcare industry. So I tend to write from what I can relate. My other one, my favorite one is uh, Martha's Dreams because these were like dreams from my part that I put into, into stories. I have written a lot of poetries, including where, what can we remember? And this one is doing very good. It's also almost um, based on the topic of Alzheimer's. Um, I work with a lot of older people, so that's why I write like that. I have a few for with my children, one that's called um, Their Grandma, that they wrote, but I just helped to edit mm -hmm. and to just to motivate them and inspire them to get the young children in the art of writing. I have done a project with um, Piton Noir, and it's called the Flying Quapo Collective. I love this sci-fi group, mm -hmm. and that's all we do. They put the... Um, they focus on sci-fi, the weird, the whimsical, that kind of stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And with Dala, we, do, we are working on a project with Dala, and hopefully that will come out soon. I have, I am with Creation and Beyond, which is a group from this hailing from Trinidad. Mm -hmm. And this is a very strong group. And there, we are, there are many different writers from all around the world. Um, Yani, she's from all the way from Indonesia. She's the one who makes the beautiful certificates that I usually display. I share on Facebook whenever I win something, when I win. And it's a very lovely set of people. I'm also there with um, the poetry, the passion of poetry. Mm -hmm. And it's uh, somebody from America, Annette, who started, who founded that group. And they're very good and instrumental in pushing us. The, what they want us to do is to get us out of our comfort zone so that like, we're not so shy and we can really get out and be strong writers and people who participate out there in the community. And that's where I'm at right now. Thank you. Yeah, and speaking of and speaking of Pito Noir and Nicole uh, Georges is actually here with us, so we say good evening to her. We also have Avril Bertrand. Good evening, Martine Lopage. Good evening. Uh, we have Miss Roy. Nicole Georges says congratulations, ladies. I think I can read it up here instead. I hope this book helps the healing process to those readers who have suffered through this type of abuse. And Annette also says, I am also a part of Flying Crapo too, sci-fi and folklore short stories. Let's try to bring Anne-Marie back on. Anne-Marie, can you hear us? I can, sorry about oh. that. Oh, good, good, no problem. So kind of tell us the inspiration why you decided to write this book, um, Anne-Marie. Uh, my inspiration, uh, that's it. I had fallen ill at the hospital. I was off work, forced off work for two years. And during that time, I kind of found myself. And I needed to touch base with my inner child. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So what I'm so going to do, I'm actually, yes, go ahead. Okay. So then I just grabbed paper and I started to write and write and write. No TV, no radio, just write. Wow. And it was so rough and all that. And and then I had talked to Lisa, our mutual friend. I told mm -hmm. her that I was looking for an author, a co-author to help me put my story together because it was a mess. <laughs> it was and raw. I just screwed everything down. What's that? It was raw. It was raw. It was scribbled. It was a mess. I put everything in a box. I made the box. And I sent it out to Sharon in Alberta. Mm -hmm. And Sharon. <laughs> so we're on it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Sharon, take it from there because Anne Marie's um, she's she's sticking again. So take take it from there. Um, when you got the box, Sharon. When I got this box, this big box, my husband is like, 
I'm keeping this side of the bed. She's moving in. <laughs> She's serious. Uh, because we had just spoken the week before. Lisa told me, will you help my friend write this book? I said, I've never done that. I want to write for myself. But mm -hmm. I'll do it for you. Only one person. I decided right. to write it. She Anne-Marie wasted no time. She shipped this in. She was moving in, as Hayden said. <laughs> Just, it was good. Like when I saw this, all the scrapers, we had to take our time, typing everything, all the pictures. I took time taking pictures, being photographer. Hayden is laughing at me. He's like, yes, madam photographer. And we're going mm -hmm. out. I sent it to her. Oh, too blurry. Not good. Do it over. Do it over. It took mm -hmm. us a good four years. And here we are with this beautiful yeah. project. Wonderful. Four years. Four years. Yes. Wow. So let, let, let's try again with Anne-Marie. Let me unmute your mic and see if, um, try to unmute your mic if your internet is still acting up. So what I'd like to do is kind of read to the audience so they get an idea of what the book is. So it's Where Are You, Mom? Touched by Evil. And it says, when Anne-Marie Cotemarche uh, was a little girl, she fell victim to a sadistic stepfather who physically sexually abused her and her little sister and savagely bit their emotionally withdrawn mother and siblings. Then her mother fled the marriage, taking some of the children, but leaving Anne-Marie behind, tormented and abused by the rest for the rest of her childhood. Where Are You, Mom? is a testament to the resiliency of the human spirit the effects that even a little bit of love can have on a damaged soul and the power of sibling bonds. A shocking indictment of the failures of organized religion and social services in protecting abused children during the 1960s and 70s. It, chronicle, it chronicles Anne-Marie's determination for, uh, for justice in the crimes against her as Anne-Marie rises to healing, a beacon of hope shines through, heart-stopping, frank, and painfully emotional. This is an autobiography that will inspire other victims to seize back control of lives tainted or ruined while deeply haunting those lucky enough to be untouched by abuse. So did I capture the essence of your book, Anne-Marie? I'm sorry about that. My internet, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I think um, I'm not sure. Maybe you can try a different device. Yeah, so Sharon, we'll come over to you for just a little while because I think um, Anne-Marie's having um, internet um, issues. So you said this project actually took four years yes, to complete. Is. So were you guys in the same area? You're different in Canada? No, she's in Quebec. I'm in Alberta. Okay. Right. Yeah, we have never so met, you... to be honest. She and I have never met. Right, Everything was right. done long distance. Right, right. So did you guys use like Zoom and, and conferences and meetings and everything? Google. We use Google Drive. Right. At first we were using Facebook, like Facebook Messenger, and we'd type in and then we would talk on the phone. And mm -hmm. I would scribble everything that she said. I had to listen very well because you can you know she's French. So I have to mm -hmm. listen well, right? I want to capture everything that she's telling me. Because mm -hmm. this is not my work. I've never met the person. Right. And so I have to take nights, a lot of nights, cold nights. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Now, given all your experience in, in, in being a writer, Sharon, it sounds like you're off to a new career path because I know there are so many individuals who have important life stories to share but they are not writers and I don't think they're particularly interested in becoming writers. So have you thought about this as a new career opportunity? You can be what they call a ghost writer for those who have important life stories to tell. I have considered that. I actually have been a ghost writer for one person mm -hmm. and she, the book, I don't know if I should mention it, but it's called, I survived and she doesn't use her real name there. And that's how I wrote for I wrote for her. That's my first experience. It's kind mm -hmm. of a different pathway, but it's something I could I could look into. Right now, like writing for me is like a hobby that pays, but maybe right. in the near future I can. Right. And what has been what has been the response to the book so far? 
to this book, uh, the elderly are well, they love it because they can relate to that era. Mm -hmm. They know exactly what, what this book is talking about. What mm -hmm. and when we we have conversation, they can tell us they share their own stories, and some people have asked me to write their own stories. But mm -hmm. I, because of conflict of interest, I do not want to go that path because I work with them. So because you I, work with them, I work with them, so I don't right. take it on. But any other person, yeah. Yes, like it's selling gold actually. Right, right. Yeah, I'm I'm just... go ahead. So I ordered 20 copies and it's sold out. It's oh my. people are oh, making more, they want more. So oh it's my. good. Yeah, and Marie, how does that make you feel that the fact that the book is selling out? I'm so happy. You know what? If I can help just a few people mm -hmm. to get to encourage them to go get help and to report their abusers. Mm -hmm. That be my my mission. Yeah, I think we might have to set up some time with Anne, Yeah, we might have to set up some time with Anne Marie at a later date because her is not um, working today. Yes, mm -hmm. um, Sharon, what were you saying? Yeah, some people are saying that she's very brave to come out yes. like this because this is a true story. And she is brave. Many people are not. Some people are still hiding there in their eighties, and they cannot talk about, about it. Brave to about social it. services in the sixties, in the sixties and seventies. But it's so unfortunate because even now, in twenty twenty two, social services is not that effective in Dominica. No. So I, I think she still has to be grateful that it. it you know, there are now more options for rescuing um, kids in the U.S. and Canada. Who are facing similar situations but are they really rescuing the children or are they just taking the kids breaking up their families mm -hmm. and not helping that's the way i look at it sometimes i see the church is there but the church should be helping but they're not i think they're breaking them up so mm -hmm. like have the system change right right yeah and we say good evening to glenda Schillingford. glenda nice to see you marcus dominica great uh, congrats. And I see my mom, Medina Senhouse, and Mariana is here. So thank you guys. Thank you for being here. Don't forget to share the live. So Sharon, while I have you on this program, let us just kind of talk about, you know, literacy in Dominica, because I think you would be an excellent candidate to kind of lead an initiative to get more young people into writing in Dominica, because I almost feel like that is an art that we are losing in Dominica. Do you have some thoughts on that? Yes, I have considered that, and I am actually trying to get people to write. They mm -hmm. send me their work, but like they need a lot of help, to be honest, Simone. Like a lot of editing. Like I think, especially the men, they, I think the education system, there was a setback, and we need to help them. We need to come find some initiative to help these people because there are a lot of people with stories. They have some wonderful stories, but they cannot put it together. And so mm -hmm. I am working with a few, but I cannot do it all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is so true. We'll give um, we will give Anne Marie one more try. Anne Marie, let's try one more time to see if it works this time. So, has this been part of your healing process with everything that you've gone through? Um, Anne Marie, would you say that the book has been part of your healing process? Yeah, I don't think it's going to work. So do me a favor, Sharon, just um, WhatsApp Anne-Marie and let her know, unfortunately, her internet is not working. So we will have to just continue with the two of us. And if you just, so while you're doing that, we will just remind everyone that we are here with um, Sharon Dorival and Anne-Marie. And unfortunately, Anne-Marie has to check out because the internet is not working. And we're talking about, about the book, Where Are You, Mom? Touched by Evil. And we just want to ask you, what are you reading for the summer? Because we have so many great books out right now. We have Thompson Fountains, The Maroons of Dominica, which is also out, which is a powerful book. I highly recommend it. And the other thing, um, Sharon, I want us to consider is that for our children to love reading, we have to love reading too. They have so to, so yes, what they are have. your thoughts on that? Because we're always saying, oh, children these days, they don't read enough. But my contention is, well, are you as the parents 
reading enough to encourage your children to read. So what are your thoughts on that? I agree with you. I do read a lot. And my son, Hezron, actually, he, he got involved with um, writing for freedom and he was participating in many contests there. And he's mm -hmm. actually one of the writers in the Flying Papo Collective. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, we didn't get him to go on that other um, project coming in because he's busy, you know, teenagers, they're busy driving yes. everywhere, all kind of stuff. Hopefully, mm -hmm. I'll get him back into the writing, but he's a very good writer. Mm -hmm. I read a lot. I made them see me writing. I challenge them. I say, hey, if I catch him with a book, I say, oh, you, you can get $100. You can, for the summer, you can go for your friend. You can, and that inspires them. And they know they will pretend they see me coming with a book reading just so I can catch them reading so then they can get rewarded. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because I think it starts with us as the adults, because I always tell everyone, you know, my love for reading and learning by extension came from the fact that I saw my mom reading all the time. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So I don't think we can overstate the importance of you being the role model in your house to encourage your children to read. So let's try Anne-Marie one more time. She's really trying a lot. That's so Anne-Marie, let's try you one more time. Tell us where can our audience get copies of your book? Um, you can find, can you hear me? Yes. Thank God. <laughs> yeah, uh, you can find uh, <laughs> a copy of my book um, on my website, www.annemariecardemage.com uh, at Amazon, on Amazon, uh, and online over 50,000 different libraries and online stores mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. if you just google you can find my book anywhere mm -hmm. right and i think it's also helpful to those of us who are interested in becoming writers how do you get your books on all these various platforms i'm sorry my it was cutting yeah i'll, I'll ask you the question i'm um, sharon how do you get your books on all these various platforms for those of us who are, have written books, but we're having challenges with promoting it. Well, writing a book and publishing is not a one-man thing. It's a team mm -hmm. effort. Right. So I write it. Then when I send it to the publisher, we have mm -hmm. editors. So they will review the work. If it's um, something that they do, they will say yes. If it's not up the alley, they'll say no. Then you'll have to go back and look for another publisher. If they accept the work, then they're going to help you correct it, add the pictures, do whatever you have to do. And then they will help you to market by sending it into different stores for you. So that hard work is done for us. So we can we can just share because they have um, connected us with all the stores. So it's up to us now. We can go one on one and to try to get our book signings and attend different writing workshops, different writing um, stuff like what I did with, um, with Longer Joe. I sent it to, um, there was a Miami, um, University of Miami, I believe, and they did a, a, something there. And my book was there being showcased. So stuff like that. But like everything, the publisher can help me, especially the Freezing Press. That's the best in North America. I mm -hmm. love these people. They, yes, they're up there, they're expensive, but they help. They will work with you. They're very patient. Mm -hmm. And they Yeah, let's say, let's say good evening to Cindy Mc. Magdana is here as well as Sandra Norris. Good evening to you. And you know, Sharon, I can already hear my audience saying, well, isn't that going to be expensive? You know, I don't have the money to invest in a publisher. So kind of speak to that. Is it exorbitant to be able to reach people to market your book, the publishers? Well, because I have I have my publishers, I have prison press. It's not um, that bad, but expensive. I wouldn't lie on that. It depends mm -hmm. on what. This book, it cost a lot for her mm -hmm. because it was a lot of personal, sensitive stories. It's like a, this book is like a history book, can be used in the schools, actually. Mm -hmm. This is a very true testament. Uh, I, that's why I learned that history about, about Canada. I didn't know that exists in Canada because mm -hmm. I grew up in Dominica. We see abuse. We don't expect abuse in Canada. When mm -hmm. I wrote this story, I found that, wow. Wow. We're not alone in Dominica. It's everywhere. Yeah, it's everywhere. It's everywhere. everywhere. Yeah, absolutely. And then the so, other thing you, yeah, go ahead. 
some of them people will say they cannot afford they can pay bit by bit they will give you a timeline uh, I think Anne Marie had about two years to pay the full amount. I, want, I don't want to disclose the amount because yes, she yes, to that's fine, that's fine. But yeah. uh, you can pay bit by bit. You can mm -hmm. pay bit by bit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and we say good evening to Anthony Simon, Penny Shirley, Suze Francis, Sandra Norris. Thank you all for being here and showing your support. Don't forget to share the like. Now, I'm, I'm Sharon. Another important point that you raised was the importance of community. Because I think we don't take advantage of all the Facebook communities that are available when we're trying to do something like becoming a writer. So kind of just tell us the important role of joining some of these Facebook groups that you're involved with. And I know Annette is also a big uh, supporter of these groups, Pito Noir. So kind of tell us the, the sort of information you can gain by joining these groups, because that is what... I want our audience to keep in mind that there are free groups that you can join if you're serious about becoming a writer or any venture you want to pursue. You can join a group and that way you can learn from scratch what you need to do to be proficient in that particular field. So tell us about the importance of these um, social groups that you're a part of. So these groups I'm in, I find that it's very important to join groups because first you will get people to inspire you. You you are, you are with like-minded people. They they are contests that they can use. You can write on. I I challenge them. I take, I accept all challenge when I'm able to because it helped me to boost my writing skills. I get people to critic the work first of all before it even goes to a publisher because when you send it in, the readers are right there. They are they are harsh. They can tell exactly nay or nay. Are you good or bad, right? They, they will tell you. And that's what, what the writers need. Mm -hmm. um, the, with these groups also, I find it helps with your networking because you can share. Like right now, I am here with you. I've shared with my different groups. Now they yes. are in. Some of them are in. They can see you. Then they say, oh, who, who, what is Push Past Then? They right. come and they join. And your book can be sold too. They got to know <laughs> you. And it goes on like that. You're making friends. Mm -hmm. I make friends. I'm not a very um, socialized person. I'm shy. But these groups, sometimes they push me to go mm -hmm. like a dollar. Like when I first come, they had to go on the TV. I had to be there and talking. You know, mm -hmm. Peter Noir had to go and interview once. And all this stuff, they help you, you know, mm -hmm. to write. And like you read. You're reading, I see it with some um, new people, new writers. Their mm -hmm. writers are not best. But when they read other work, mm -hmm. they are learning. And then mm -hmm. there's other people. There's real teachers. There are real mm -hmm. professionals in these groups. There are mm -hmm. psychiatrists. There are nurses. There are doctors. There are real people that can really help you. And to, mm -hmm. then you can read their work. And then you are seeing, oh, that's how it is. And then you might write in on a certain genre and say, oh, look at somebody with this genre. Let me click with him or mm -hmm. her. And here you go. You get in collaborations easy like this. Absolutely. So, Anne Marie, one more try with the internet. So, tell us how do you feel now that the project, four years later, it is finally over and the book is now out? How are you feeling about that? It's such a relief to have it out into the open for everyone to read, everyone to know me. It's if I feel like uh, I haven't been heard as a mm -hmm. growing up, a lot of people knew what was going on. Nobody even bothered to help. It seemed like nobody believed. Wow. Now, you know what? Whether they believe or not, this is me. Mm -hmm. And I want to stay strong and I want to be able to help other people. Mm -hmm. other victims and survivors of sexual abuse and other abuses. Yeah, well, congratulations, and thank you for being so brave. Thank you. And you know, Anne-Marie, sometimes I would think it may, it's not that probably they know, you know, sometimes they don't know. They might suspect, but unless the person is caught in the act or somebody come out and say, then they mm -hmm. wouldn't act. Or maybe they are too scared because you know what? Back in the day, they would say, "Mind your business." You're not allowed to go into other people's business, kind of a mm -hmm. thing like that. Like, mm -hmm. see, with my case, I wrote a little bit of. I wasn't as sexually abused as you, but when he came on to me, I told my mom, and what she said is her boyfriend. You know, that was the guy giving her the money, and then you yes. know, I went to the police, and she put under the carpet. 
So it's like that. Sometimes you cannot do nothing. When you're young, you have to listen to the elder, what they say. They're not going to fight for you, but you have to fight for yourself. Like you went to the church, and I'm happy you went to the church. That helped you. That was a saving grace for you, as we can see in this. But when the, the, the priest come, what he do? He put the door, but the culprit was right there, right? They didn't do much. They could have at least come and say, let's investigate. Let's give a counseling. Let's actually go and investigate. Let's see, you know, what's going on really. But what's what? They didn't they shut up about it? Either mm -hmm. because it's a shameful thing. For me, like when I came to my mom and she harsh on that, I was ashamed. I just shut up because she said, I shut up. And I, until now, that's now I could, I shut up about it because mm -hmm. what are you going to do when your mother don't shut up? Right, and it's sad that you had to feel that way. So, Anne-Marie, as we get ready to wind down, any final thoughts uh, on your book? Any final thoughts you want to share with us? Um, this is my first live, really, so I'm a little nervous. That's but okay. uh, people that me, it's kind of hard to believe my story. Once they read my story, they're going to say, it can't be, like... It doesn't make sense. Like not even anyone should be able to endure everything that I did, you know? So, uh, because I'm so, uh, lucky go lucky, lucky go. I'm always happy, happy. and in a good mood and helping yes. everyone. And like, it, it, it doesn't make, doesn't show. So people are shocked when they read what's there. And a lot of people, they didn't even come out to tell me how they feel about the book. I feel maybe because they don't know what to say. Yes. You know, because they're in shock. They don't shock. know what to say. They're shocked. And, mm -hmm. you know, I had a, um, a co-worker come up to me the other day. A man had bought my book a couple of weeks ago. He was waiting for me in the parking lot when I finished my work. And he came to see me. He put his arms around me. He said, how did you do it? And I just started to cry because I didn't have my guards up. So he had tears in his eyes and he says, Anne-Marie, this is big. You have to do something with this. He says, it's more than just an ordinary sexual abuse story. Mm -hmm. So he, uh -huh. yeah, he says, you cannot just stop here. You have to get that out, your story out. Mm -hmm. So it really That's touched powerful. him, you know, it, you know, it does happen to men too. Yes. Not to men, but to, to guys too, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <coughs> Absolutely. So, yeah. Well, again, thank you for sharing. Thank you for yes. having me. Yes, and I wish you continued success. Thank you very much. Yes, this is going to help a lot. Yes, yes, absolutely. My pleasure. Um, Sharon, final words. If anyone wants to get in touch with you, Sharon, is there an email address you might um, maybe share with our audience just in case, you know, somebody has a quick question. They just want to throw you away as somebody I have utmost respect for, for the way you are able to just shine your light in this world. You're able to support and showcase what a true Dominican writer is being a true Dominican writer is all about. Do you have any um, contact we might be able to show for audience? Yes, I'm on Facebook. Uh, my email address is dorivelsharon at gmail.com if anybody wants to contact me. I have a few handles on Facebook with Shabin, Sharon, Aaron, Dorival, Bookstore. I'm on WhatsApp. Those will have my number. Mm -hmm. um, yes, yeah, so look, look at Peter Noir. Look at Peter Noir. You will find me in all, mostly all the writing groups on Facebook. I'm there. I'm <laughs> I Dominica. I've seen you. <laughs> I am there. Yes, yeah, so even on Pushpatsen, they can go. Yes, yeah, so I posted um your email address again, Dorival Sharon at gmail.com. Yes, thank you very yeah, much. Yes, so continue to do the good work that you're doing, Sharon. I really hope that you could potentially turn this into a business because four years of working on a project simply shows that you're dedicated, you're diligent, and you believe in the details. So again, congratulations to the both of you on a beautifully done book and continue success. Sharon, you have any final thoughts as we wind down? I want to say thank you very much for having us. Thank you, Anne-Marie, for trusting me 
we haven't met, but we will meet. And I'm glad you get to experience what a true Dominican is. Thank you for holding us, keeping us grounded with your laughter, <laughs> the many yes. nights. Thank yes. you so much. And yes. to anybody who wants to write, don't be shy. I can help. Mm -hmm. We're there. Let's do it. Let's get the writing and the literacy works going. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you again, thank ladies, and good evening. And Dominic, Marley, thank Austria. you, Sherry, for believing in me. You're welcome there anytime. Yes, yes. So thank you for being here and all the best, all the all the success in the world on the book. Thank you all so right, much. So, thank yes, you. So, yes. So again, I'm Simone Matthew, and this has been another Push Past 10 presentation. Don't forget to like and click the follow button and the notification button to know the next time that we go live and we bring you more in programming, just promoting and celebrating who we are as Dominican people, Caribbean people. And you know, we've adopted Canada. <laughs> so <laughs> we're going international. So again, thank you for being here and you have yourself a wonderful evening. Take care. Anne-Marie was having some technical difficulties during the program, but I think we got the gist of what the book is all about, and they have promised to send me a complimentary copy, so I, I'm absolutely looking forward to reading that book and just reading uh, Anne-Marie's inspirational story, life story, and I'm hoping that Sharon takes the opportunity to work with other authors, because as I mentioned in the, in the interview, I believe it could be a new career path for her because she's so passionate about writing. She's so passionate about the writing process that I think she ought to make this a new career because I truly believe that if we all pursue our passion, we all pursue our purpose. We will never work a day in our life. That's a quote from Miss Oprah Winfrey. If you pursue your purpose, you will not work a day in your life. So I think that Sharon should absolutely pursue um, this as a new career. So as we continue along right here in the program, uh, our tip of the week is going to be from uh, Buddhism on YouTube. And this piece of information is, is called How to Let Go. Because I think we spend so much time holding on to past hurt, past pain, past disappointment, that it doesn't give us much availability for the universe to work through us. So I think one of the most important things that we have to be able to do in life in order to move our lives forward is simply being able to let go. So I wanted to bring you this information. It's called How to Let Go. So take a listen and then come back for the rest of the program. One of our viewers have asked from us a question that how can I practice letting go in my life? How can I practice the ability of letting go in my life? So this special video is dedicated for him as well as for all of you have the same question within yourself. First of all, we need to realize a real reality in our life to have this ability in our lives. And that is, the whole world is out of our control. First of all, you need to realize that. The, the whole world that you live in this, around you, is out of your control. People, situations, experiences, and other people's opinions, the things, all the things are out of your control. Remember that. Is that true? Yes. Now, when you take people, can you control people according to all the wishes that you have? No. Can you control the situations that you face in the future? No, you don't know about that. Right? Can you control the experiences that you face in the future? You cannot do that. And also, can you control the things around you according to your wish? 
No, you cannot control that for 100%, right? So, first of all, you need to realize the, this real truth. The whole world is out of our control. But there is something that is within our control. What is that? That is our reaction towards them, our respond towards those experiences. Right? So that is what in your control. Right? So normally, it is very hard to let go of the things or the people from our lives because there is a nature of our mind that it has the clinging effect. Our mind likes to grasp the things and the people and the, uh, the experience that we see. That is what we call the Upadana. Supreme Buddha said, Yankinchi dukkhang sambhoti sabbang upadana pachya. If there is any suffering which arises in our life, that is because of the clinging of our mind towards them. Right? Now, it is very hard to let go of the anger. Right? It is very hard to let go of the sadness. Right? Now, people would like to let go of the hard situations in, in their life. Right? But our mind is not ready for that. There's a special effect that it always wanders in those difficult situations, sad situations, in anger and evil thoughts. But it is very hard to let go of those things. But remember, all the things that we experience in this world, all the people that we meet in this world, right? All the things that we have in this world, one day we have to let go of these things. Even though we cannot let go of the things today, one day, at the end of our life, we have to say goodbye to all these things. Right? But there is something that we take from this life. What is that? The things that we did according to those stimulations. Our reactions towards those experiences, our reactions towards those people. So, if we collect that karma, right, that is the only thing that we can take from this life. That is the thing that only we own in this life. So, we have to remember, first of all, that the world is out of our control. Right? Things may fade away from our life. People may fade away from our life. And also, if you are going through a hard situation, difficult situations, remember, it will also fade away from your life because everything in this world is impermanent. Nothing is there is permanent. Right? Nothing is permanent. Not even your problems, and also, remember, not even your sweet memories, sweet times, beautiful times. Everything is impermanent. So when the things are fading away from our life, right? when the people are walking away from our life, do not hold on to them. The problem we suffer is that we are holding on to those things. Right? The more we hold on to things, the more we will suffer. Right? The more we hold on to the things, the more we will suffer. Right? It is like you are keeping a red hot iron ball on your palm. Right? The more you hold on to that iron ball, that red hot iron ball, remember, you are the one who is getting hurt. You are the one who is suffering. But if you let go of that, you are not suffering anymore. So what you have to do is realize the reality of impermanence. Every person, everything, every experience, every situation is impermanent. So when those things are being impermanent, 
you can be happy by seeing the reality because you have expected that thing in your life because you know that these things are impermanent in my life right when the things are fading away just don't hold on to them let them fade away let them go away right don't hold on the more you hold on the more you will suffer so that is how we let go of the things in our life right if you let go of the things when the things are walking away from our life you can be happy right you can be positive always and you can maintain your inner peace within you so don't hold on to things don't hold on to anger don't hold on to people because everything is impermanent in this world namo buddhaya so again you know much of this information that i share i think we've all heard it at one point or the other but the important thing to remember is that we need those reminders we need to be reminded of those things because just when we think we have it all together we find ourselves maybe holding on to something someone has done to us and simply not being able to to move forward and i recently on facebook i saw two people make post this exact same message and i think it is so true i think it is a great blessing to be able to forgive people who have hurt us quietly without saying anything to them and then simply letting them go right so you disassociate from them you no longer in in touch with them but quietly you forgive them for the hurt and the pain that they have caused you so i hope you found the information of great value and here we are at the end of the program as always i want to thank you for being on this journey with me again uh, last thursday we celebrated 2 years and i'm hope i'm looking forward to an additional 2 4 6 8 number of years to come as we continue this journey along and i want to see how we can continue to evolve evolve i want to see where the program goes how we are able to connect people how we are able to build that social capital how we are able to tap into our human resources all over the world we are able to leverage technology and just put it all together so i'm very excited i'm very excited about about the work we get to do together so with regards to our featured video for this week over at pushpast 10 again p u s h p a s t 10.com you can expect to see roots connections which is my other program and in that program we celebrated the graduating class of 2022 and we talked about maximizing their potential for the future so again we talked about maximizing their potential for the future and it was quite engaging we had two male and two female um graduates one of them being the very first as visually impaired dominican to earn a bachelor's degree another one being a valedictorian we had an accountant we had an economist and they were all ready to you know blaze a new path to their future and of course we had our educational consultant Mr. Simeon Joseph who always brings such valuable information to the table so again you can check it out on pushpast10.com and if you are ever looking for a particular video particular episode of the program remember every one of our programs that we've ever had is on YouTube so youtube.com for the video and that and of course there we are push past 10 pushpast10 uh for all the videos of every program we have ever done on untapped potential uh so again thank you for being here it was great being with you for another episode of untapped potential with Dr. Simone I will see you next week at the same time oh 
actually i won't see you next week at the same time i almost forgot so we're heading off to dominica it's been eight long years since i've been to dominica you know when you have a small child a young family sometimes those take uh the priority so unfortunately i haven't been home in eight years i went from going home every single year to having not gone home in eight years so next week and the week after unfortunately i will not be here for untapped potential but we will have a repeat of some of the uh, programs some of the more popular programs that we've had so you can expect a repeat of some of our programs for the next two weeks so again thank you for being here don't forget your life story is your strength remember to tap into your potential each and every day remember to stay strong stay positive stay active and stay engaged until we meet again in two weeks you have yourself a wonderful and productive week.